Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. She's a song on a car. Good day and welcome to episode number 99 of the car wash. Next week's the big 100. On today's show, is Pizzo generally under pressure? Should Chiefs keep Nurkovic and McQuenna signs for Sundowns? Whether you're tuning in on SL Podcasts at CZA, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or Matthew King 96.7 Game Time, welcome to the show. I'm Sean Robertson. Of course, I'm not alone. I'm joined by the legend himself, Mr. Teko Modise. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good, Sean. How are you? I'm so good, bro. I'm so good. What's happening at your side? How's the baby? How's work? How's AFCON? What's happening? All under control? Can't complain, man. Everything's good. That's what I like to hear. Let's keep the spirits up with an amazing joke of the day. My doctor told me I was going deaf. The news was hard for me to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Not bad, hey? Not bad. (laughs) New beginnings, brother. New beginnings. But take a from there, we move on to pole position. Pole Position is the segment where we ask our fans and our supporters club a certain question and get voice note replies. This week we asked you, with guests on Cerulean not getting proper game time with Sundowns, should the Uruguayan move clubs? And this is what you had to say. I think it's time for him to move actually to get a new club uh, in, 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 in Great Africa League. He is a victim of being a former coach. It was a favorite. He dug his own grave. I force a move. We are That's when the, the, the real problem started. It's better for him to get another team so that he can play regular. I think Kukastin must be released. He was not happy after Coach Pito Ahambe Sundowns and now Sundowns can manage to score goals. They can manage to win without him. He's got some issues with the technical team. So it's not an issue of form. It's the issue of the uh, differences between them. It's very frustrating. He's just there, but now his mind is no more there. Clubs to release players if they want to move. This guy, I think it is time for him to move to one of the clubs. Pirates, Chiefs. He can fit very, 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 very nicely there. So we are even forgetting that uh, Sundowns is still having Gaston Serena. So that one is not our, our business because even if he's not playing, we won't buy him. I know Chiefs. Your takes. I mean, it's a it's a tough one. Um, what's interesting with a couple of guys said there, um, which is you know, which we know is that a coach can literally make or break your career, and I think. With Pizzo being at Sundowns, uh, Serena was his boy. With Pizzo leaving Sundowns, Serena wasn't necessarily the current coach's boy. There was links with Serena leaving to go to Al Ahly, which didn't materialize. He voiced his um, pleasure in wanting to leave Sundowns for, for Al Ahly. So with that move not materializing, I, I think there might have been a bit of a target on his back. Um, yeah, we, we've seen in the past, Teka, with, with players possibly signing pre-contracts with other clubs that don't get to feature in the last six months of their contracts. I don't know how, how long Serena has left on his contract. I do feel there's another year left after this year. Um, I know that Sundowns won't just let him go. 
what do you think of that? Uh, it's it's I can't see a move materializing now to send uh, to Al Ahly. Um, it's it's a tough situation for Serena. Uh, he's he's got a target on his back. He's not in favor with the current. Uh, coaches, there are very, very good players in his position. I'm not saying he shouldn't be starting, but uh, what do you think Serena's future looks like at Sundowns, Tex? Look, I think Serena's future Sundowns is just like every player that is at Sundowns. Yeah. If you work hard enough, you, you and if you show the right mentality and, and deliver what is required, um, I think you stand a chance of staying at Sundowns. Yeah. But also, we, we we need to also remember that we he signed a new contract and then he wanted to leave. Yes. And then and then when situations are reversed, we normally say it's teams should respect contracts, but vice mm. versa players should also respect the contract. Mm. And 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 you can't just leave when you feel like leaving. Yeah, of course. There's, there's rules into this, and 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 coming back to that, at the end of the day, you, any player is expected to deliver what is what is required, and 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 this is me assuming. I would like to believe that he's going through a slump of form, and every top player actually goes through that. And when he comes out, I think he will be um, he will be back to his normal. But the thing is. Sean, you as a footballer, I've always said that irrespective of what situation you're in, yes, because because at the end of the day, you, your attitude uh, determines your future action. So if, if if your attitude is right towards football, irrespective of what your surroundings are, I think when that opportunity comes through that you've been crying for, it, you better be ready when it comes through because you're going to be thrown in between two the deep end, and you wish that you've been playing for the last 10, 8 months. So I feel like he's, he's he's still part of the team. He's still he's still an asset to the team. I think he can still do great in the club. But of course, he's the bigger talking point because of what he has achieved in the club and the performances that he was given the club. So with all the support that he can get in the club, hopefully he'll come back and be a better player or mm. show what he was given to the club. But I think what he's going through, I think every top player. Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, I'm sure you can speak about that as well. Um, but it's 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 not an easy situation to be in, uh, you know, because the less game time he gets, the the value of him obviously diminishes. You know, where would he go after this? That, that's the question. If he doesn't get game time in the next six months, you know, his value value obviously diminishes quite a lot, like I've just said. But also um, with Pizzo's future, which we'll get into now, and I'll actually possibly not being too long-term, um, it, it is a bit of a touchy situation that Serena's in. So we will watch the story unfold um, over the next couple of months. But I think we both can agree he's a, he's a top, top player, one of the better midfielders we've seen or attacking midfielders we've seen in the in the PSL for, for, for a very, very long time. But let's move on to that Pizzo story. Um, you know, Pizzo has come out, well, I would say the head of football of Al Ahli has come out and said some, I wouldn't say bizarre stuff, Teko, but he certainly hinted that, you know, if Pizzo was to leave, you know, we would like to thank him. He's done such a good job. Why would you start saying stuff like that? I know Pizzo has been very vocal about him not, um, 
getting his contract or his extension signed before the Club World Cup that he's leaving, I think, pretty soon for um, the head of football of Achli has, has said uh, exactly what I've, I've just said now. It's just that, um, you know, if Pizzo was to leave, you know, he's, he's won us trophies, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't sound too convincing, does it? But but also the, the thing is, uh, we don't know the context of, the, of, of that statement. Yeah. We just, we just, we just, we just know that line. <laughs> and I think in most cases is, is we, we we get to read too much into this type of things. Yeah. I think pizza pizza is important to Alakli and I think um, the, so is Alakli important to pizza as well. Of course. Both of them they, they play in good mode. And uh, and of course negotiations with such a big club and from such a big coach, it's not something that can just happen within two days. You know? And and I don't think the question of Pizzo staying, I think it's I don't think it's a big issue. I don't think uh, that's maybe part of the contract. Maybe there's better negotiations that are other things that are required, and, and the negotiations take time, you know. And and, and of course, uh, probably maybe from the club's point of view, they say we are great now, but it's this is not new to us. So yes. therefore. If probably the coach decides that he's not, he doesn't want to be part of us anymore, we will probably still continue. You know, uh, maybe it's just maybe one of those uh, moments where club officials try to protect the image of the club by saying we are alaf, we will survive with our culture, those type of things. And, and you get that Correct. in such teams because they 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 are the best team in the continent. So there's going to be a lot of arrogance behind it. But I strongly believe that. Uh, since Pizza went there, I think uh, Alakli has gained more fans. I think Alakli yes. has, has been more conversations than, than any African club. And they know the value that Pizza brought and that they don't undermine him anymore. They don't just undermine Pizza or Afri- South African coaches anymore. So we're in a good space. And I think uh, what Coach Pizza is doing is actually opening doors for other coaches to follow suit. So the, the, the longer he stays in that space, the better for other, other coaches as well. So, um, um, we all know that yeah, that's the space that is used to stay at. So the statement, let's don't read too much into each one. Because sometimes you get an ex-footballer that now is in a representative position who normally say that. Yeah. But we've heard stories from Alakli in the beginning, uh, even when a few weeks after Peter arrived. So here we are a couple of years later. Yeah, it's 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 you know it's very interesting what you said there. Is that um, maybe I'll change your words a bit, but a big team like our athlete need a big coach like uh, like Pizzo for sure. And it's obviously good for all the coaches locally as long as Pizzo stays abroad. In terms of he keeps the hope up that anything is possible in football. But let me just read to you what um, uh, Saeed Abdelhafiz said. Uh, Al-Akhli were very successful under Mosimani, so words in past tense, which is weird. Frankly, he deserves something great because he has won a lot of titles. It's true that the way Al-Akhli is run helps any individual who comes to work here, but it's important that Mosimani gets what he deserves in terms of an increased salary, which is fine. He ends off, though, saying, the main takeaway is that Mosimani achieved past tense a lot with the club, whether he stays or not. Like, it's, 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 a, it's a weird one, bro. Yeah, but also what I'll say is uh, a big club like Alakhi deserves a great coach like Peter. Love if that. They, they're going to treat him like an ass, but they yeah. don't deserve it. They can, they can continue with what they've been continuing, but they'll never get another great coach like Peter. 
I love that. I love that. And, and, and very, very true. Talking of greatness or goodness, however you want to put him, let's talk about Samir Nurkovic. Um, you know, there's talk of him staying, going, should he stay, should he go? You know, I'd love to get your opinion on this, Teko. Um, there's, there's a cool write-up on this in the Soccer Levuma, which you guys must go get. Um, and let's just start with it, really. The four reasons to keep Nurkovic. Let's just go through that quickly. Um, he is unplayable at his best. We know that. We've seen that. He has changed Chiefs fundamentally and the PSL in a certain way. Um, the other forwards around him are aging, Tex, which, which we cannot disagree with. Uh, so he's, I wouldn't say he's young, but he's a lot younger and he's still got a lot left in him. I'll go through these first and we can sort of get into them a bit if you want, Tex. Um, increasing value for a sale. You know, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't I think he sort of reached his peak when he was at his peak the last season when uh, Chiefs came second. I, I can't see him being at that level now in terms of a, a sell-on. Um, uh, the reasons to offload him, let's have a look. He doesn't suit Baxter's style. We can agree or disagree with that. We'll talk about that. He can't stay fit. He has had his issues with uh, with injuries. We know that. Um, and he's going through a major dip in form and, and every player does. But anything that sticks out with you there, Tex, that we could, we could just touch on? I think it's it's the style of Baxter's uh, style. Yeah. I think it would it, 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 it respect what is Baxter's style. Hmm. Um, and... And why do we we, we we treat this in such a manner? Like yeah. also as fans, we normally when a place of form, we quickly forget um, what he has done. We, we we want to move on to the next. Yes. And when the player does that, we we always accuse them of betrayal. So the, the, there needs to be fairness in this. I think Lukaku just giving himself to the cup the last two years. You remember when she was struggling to even win a friendly match. Uh, when they were battling uh, with, uh, um, I think they were battling, uh, I don't know how many games they couldn't even win. Yeah. When Nukovic came back, I mean, that's what they started collecting points. Yes. But, but they had a bad season. Um, and then they actually ended up going to the Champions League, the final. They lost. Yeah. And then Nukovic then went on to do what he's supposed to do, to fix himself for the club because he was giving himself for the club. There's a lot of guys that, that that could have stepped up, you know, when when Nukovic was in there or Nukovic is in there. None of them are stepping up. Yeah. When when we speak of Kane Chiefs, the only player that that is is likely to be spoken about lack of form, uh, especially in strikers' position, is Nukovic. Not all of them that are playing strikers' position they ignore. Correct. And and they ignore for a reason that because Nukovic has said such a high standard that Kane achieves. So now they're saying, no, we need to get rid of him and replace him and get another one. Instead of saying, why aren't the other guys raising their games? Because when he was raising his game, Kane Chiefs was playing better. How, why other guys are contributing the same way that he can? Why can't we say, because I remember now, Sean, honestly, mm. let's speak. Yeah. You can say, uh, uh, Nukovic had a best season. At Kane Chiefs, at some point, Nukovic had, was the best player for Kane Chiefs. Course. And then after that, who can you actually say that was the best player for kids? She's any season coming to now. Yeah, good point. So we're still waiting for somebody to perform better than Nukovic. Yeah, there's a couple of, I mean, maybe Injibul Bloom in a way, he's obviously the most exciting player coming through, but in terms of what you ask... Yeah, yeah. exciting in normal also is exciting. There's no other player yeah. that is exciting, but has somebody performed better than Nukovic ever since? No, no. Yeah, come on. It's just that it's, with South African football, we always 
uh, quick to criticize and and when a player and uh, is, is in that position to 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 when he's on top of the game he wants to leave there's always there's always this in almost like ah now we've helped him to get home now he wants to be now when the players are at a deeper form because of injuries because of injuries now nah, now nah, we need to replace it. i just i just i just i just think that it's not fair especially for players I think players like that need to be given a chance and opportunity to recover and be better because you need the type of player, you need the type of aggression. Mm. You know what? Um, in South Africa, seeing a type of striker like Lugovic where he's, he's just, you know, he's, he just plays with his heart. Yes. And he goes all the way. And for me, it was very interesting to see that. It was, it was refreshing to see that, you know, he was he was that type of a player. And, uh, but he's still there, Teko. He's still there, right? Exactly. Do, do you think... Uh, the major dip in form that I spoke about earlier has got to do with that he doesn't really suit Shudbex's style of play. Look, look, man. And is that true though that he doesn't suit Baxter's style of play? But also the thing is the question is when Sean, when 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 uh, when Baxter came through, Lukovic was busy uh, doing the surgery. Mm. So now, so now Baxter had to make or form a system with the players that he had. And 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 things started working out. So it's going to be very difficult, of course, for a player like Tukubi to come back and fit into that system. Yes. You're trying to find yourself in. You're trying to you're trying to readjust to that because normally when you're on top of the game, you with the lone side. So now things are a little bit different. But he's a player that needs to adjust. So as any other. Player. Yeah. I think I think it's just just a matter of time. It just needs to be given an opportunity, and probably maybe with this January window. That's what you need as a player, as many friendlies as you can. Yes. With your confidence. Because any player, you can have any player can be a great player with confidence. Correct. Any player can be great. So you just need confidence. That's it. And and and, and with some players, of course, with injuries, a lot of reasons that they lack confidence and that also becomes an issue of form. But I mean, we've spoken about form from all the international stars, all the local players, and I think Nokovic has been different. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I would hate to see him leave. I think he's certainly one of the better strikers we've seen in the past five, six years in the PSL. And um, his form pre this has proven that. So I think be patient. I'm a Kauzi faithful. I think he will be coming back once he's 100% fit. We know what he's about and we know the ability to link with the other front too. So, um, but let's move on to the international news desk. We are joined by Soccer Duma's news correspondent, Mr. Kurt Buckerfield. How are you doing today, Kurti? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? Hey! Kurti, Kurti. What's happening, Kurt? How's Sea Point? No, it's lovely, man. It's lovely. Great weather out here. It's all good. <laughs> Not as good as the Camors uh, starting 11. What happened there? Could I see the goalkeeper had to start at goals? Yeah. Oh, sorry, the left wing had also left back or something. Yes, I think it was a... Yeah. So, um, basically, there had been a rule enforced by CAF uh, when this... Uh, tournament started that um, a player who tested positive for COVID would have to isolate for a further two days after returning a negative test um, yes. and that is how things were run throughout um, up until I think it was the night before Cameroon played Comoros um, in the round of 16 match apparently CAF sent an email um, letting teams know that um, the quarantine period had increased to five days um, which of course then affected them so their goalkeeper Ali Almada had tested negative, he had returned a negative test, but because of this rule now, um, he was basically told he would not be able to play. Um, 
And yeah, they had to play an outfielder in goals. Um, I don't know if you guys uh, watched the game or there's this amazing picture I saw on Twitter where the goalkeeper is about to face a shot from Vincent Abubakar and he drops his hands um, as if he doesn't want a handball. It was very, very funny. And I think Abubakar scored from that, that chance. Um, but I, I think it's quite ridiculous that CAF couldn't make an exception just because the goalkeeper position is a specialist position. Um, of course. I mean, Sean, you will know that nobody can do that. You know, not any player can go out there and do that job. Um, especially I thought it as was, well as me. Especially as well as you. So I, I thought it was um, ridiculous. Um, but uh, <laughs> fair play to, to Cameroon for advancing. They weren't great in that match. Um, and they had to play against 10 men for, I think it was for 87 minutes or 83 minutes. They had uh, wow. got a red card in the 83rd, I mean, in the seventh minute. And uh, yeah. they ended up scoring late in the game as well. So it was a bit of a scare for Cameroon, but uh, yeah, wow. I thought it was quite a, um, a ridiculous set of circumstances for sure. Yeah, I think, yeah, this whole, we're not going to go down this, this rabbit hole again, but this whole COVID story with sports, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's very difficult to fathom. But uh, uh, let's move on to, so it seems that Anthony Marshall's off to Seville, is that correct? Yeah, he's there. He's, he's been announced, been unveiled. He got a special message from his icon, his hero, um, uh, the Brazilian Ronaldo, um, when he was presented at the stadium. So good luck yeah. to him. Um, good luck to him, is all I can say as a Manchester United fan. But um, no, I think it's a good move for him. Um, he needed to get regular football, especially with it being a World Cup year, um, he's had a difficult, um, I'd say, year and a half at United where he's been in and out of the side. He's not been very consistent. I think a lot of fans, uh, United fans, are disappointed that he hasn't really turned into the player they believed he would turn into. Um, he's 26 now. He's not a youngster anymore. Um, mm -hmm. And people still um, recall his best moment in a United shirt. Um, as uh, it was his debut goal against Liverpool in 2015. Without, uh, without any irony, they are sad to see him go. And then they post a video of his first ever goal on his debut seven years ago. Um, so I think that that pretty much tells you that it's not really worked out for, for Martial. Um, no. I think his best season, he scored 23 goals. Other than that, um, he hasn't scored above 15 in a single season. So. Um, yeah, no, I think it, it's probably a good move for him. He's gone on loan, right? On loan until the end of the season. Um, I don't think there was ever going to be an option to buy included in the deal. Um, okay. Because, of course, United will be hiring a permanent manager next season. So um, I, I guess they'll want to give that manager as many uh, options um, as possible. So if he wants to yes. use Marshall and if Marshall has a, a great six months, then then all work out for, for the club and for Sevilla. So I think that the main reason he is off to Spain or not having the best of times at United is obviously the signing of Bruno Fernandes, is that right? What do you mean? Why, why, I mean, why Bruno? Well, I mean, all the write-ups are saying that the, the main reason that he hasn't been or, or getting the enough game time is because of Fernandes, right? I'll show you the, I'll show you the thing here. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, if, if that's true, I'm, I'm sure it is being written out there, Sean. I'm not, I don't, I don't think you're lying. But uh, I wouldn't subscribe to that idea. It comes as Marshall's problems with Manchester star United Bruno Fernandes has come to light. Mm. This is in the mirror, the Daily Mirror. Okay. Made an honest mission. Yeah. So there's obviously off-field problems that they do, do not get along. Okay, interesting, interesting. I just think that um, he, he's not really a great out-and-out -out striker. He doesn't play very well as a nine. 
Um, yeah. When he plays off the left, he's probably at his most dangerous. But uh, Teko, I just heard you talking about confidence now, and he's got mm. absolutely none of that. And uh, when he when he is confident and when he is feeling himself, he can be very dangerous. But mm. um, those performances seem to be very few and far between. Um, and uh, yeah, he doesn't look to be up to it most of the time. That's what I think. I don't know how, I, how, how uh, outsiders see it. Um, but as a United supporter, I have been very frustrated with his performances. And I don't think that he warrants a place in the, the first 11. So yeah, I, I think it's going to be a, a good move for him and a good move for Manchester United, who I think need to get a few players off their books. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, let's move on swiftly. Uh, Mario Bellatelli returns to the Italian national squad. That's a bit of a shock. Yeah, will anyone ever learn? Um, <laughs> yeah, so Mancini and Bellatelli have they've always had a good relationship. Mancini gave him his debut at Inter Milan in 2007, then signed him at City, I think it was three years later. Um, so this recall, so it's just for like a special training camp. Italy don't have any fixtures this month. They only play in March, which is the um, World Cup qualifier playoff. Uh, it's against North Macedonia. Um, of course, they haven't yet qualified for the World Cup. Um, so I think that um, with a few injuries to the team right now, they just need to sort of fill up space. But of course, uh, Balotelli's having quite a decent season in Turkey. And maybe if he trains well um, and shows the correct attitude and all of that stuff, maybe he gets into that team in March. Um, but I think it's probably too early to say. He's actually got a decent record for Italy. He scored 14 goals in 30-odd games. Um, but I think it was a shock because over the last few seasons, he's kind of been um, anonymous. He's been playing for like, uh, he played for a Serie B team two years ago. Um, he was playing in France and then had a huge fallout with Patrick Vieira there um, at Nice. So it's been a strange couple of years for him, or a strange career, really, for Balotelli. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I completely understand why this would come as a shock to, to the footballing world. Yeah, he just seems to create more damage than add value wherever he goes, right? Yeah, I mean, you guys will know, being City fans. <laughs> why always me? Why always me? Amazing. Good, good. Um, Curtis, anything else you want to add? Anything we should be keeping our eyes on in the next week or so? Um, uh, I think we will uh, we'll speak next week about, we'll probably do like a transfer wrap on you, um, but there's some big deals I think set to go through. Um, yes. I don't know if you guys heard, but Newcastle are set to sign a very, very talented midfielder from Lyon uh, called Bruno Gimares, and he's, he's a Brazilian international. Um, and he is not a player who would only make Liverpool starting 11, Manchester United starting 11, but he would better and strengthen those teams uh, significantly. So for Newcastle to be signing a player like that, um, it, it's quite a shock. I think he is available for around 30 million. Um, apparently Newcastle are about to triple his wages. Um, a lot of fans of like United and Arsenal, um, Liverpool seem to be angry that they're allowing Newcastle to, to land a player like this. So just keep an eye, on, uh, an eye on that. And then, you know, there'll probably be some more transfer business at Arsenal, at United. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Okay. All right, Cody, thanks so much for bad. We will see you same time, same place next week. Cheers, fellas. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, pal. And from there, we move on to the motivational quote of the week. 
outward change comes after we change from within. Basically, don't be a victim of negative self-talk because remember, you are the only one who is listening. I love that. I'm going to leave you with that. And that is how we wrap up episode number 99 of The Car Wash. Whether you have been listening on SL Podcast at Zero Today, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or Mikey King 96.7 Game Time. Thank you for tuning in. I've been your host, Sean Roberts. And of course, that has been Mr. Teko Medise. Please don't forget, next week is our 100th show. I cannot believe we're there already. I cannot wait to be a part of it. It's been an amazing journey, but we'll see you same time, same place next week. Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. She's a slang and a car.